2: with your host, John Rush. All right, we are back.
0: Hour 2, Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. We appreciate you joining us today. And, yeah, a little bit of a dreary day today, but uh, that will change, as it always does in Colorado. I've got some news that I'll share with you here a little bit later today as well. But during this hour, we'll have Richard Battle joining us here momentarily. Weston Eimer will be joining us at the bottom of the hour, which is 4.30 for maybe some of you young folks that don't understand what that actually means five o'clock i didn't mention that earlier but we've got edward dow joining us and uh, we're going to talk about a book he's got out case unknown the epidemic of sudden deaths in 2021 and 2022 so that'll be interesting to talk to him in hour number three and then we'll have some time to just chat back and forth we'll be able to take some calls right after that as well so we'll have plenty of time in the five o'clock hour for that as well uh real quick also i think some of you probably already saw the news this morning on the the whole debacle with the faa and not having some of their software working correctly and so on and richard i I should actually ask charlie do we have richard ready yet or or no yes we do okay sorry i was babbling on i didn't see richard on hold richard my bad i should have asked a moment ago before i started yapping away there how are you sir Good
1: afternoon, John. We're doing great. Thank you for having us.
0: All right, so let's talk about, does progress always have to be a one-way street? Well, that's what it seems like. And, And most of us,
1: when we're working and going through life, we're so busy, we don't really think about this particular situation because we're attacked constantly with change in life and things that we have to deal with to survive every day. But when we step back and look, At the way progress advances, it looks like a one-way street, and I think it's interesting to kind of reflect and discuss it.
0: Okay, let's get into it. Where do you want to start?
1: Well, I think it's interesting that we're told any time that there's a restoration to traditional value after, quote-unquote, a progress to a more liberal value, we're told you can't legislate morality. And I would advocate that all legislation is morality. It's only a question of which morality it is. True. And so if it's an acceptable morality being legislated, nobody says anything. But if people don't like what direction you're going, then they want to accuse you of legislating morality and get you to back off. Uh,
0: The abortion topic uh, fits into what you're saying uh, rather nicely, by the way. Well,
1: yes, and that's one. There's so many different examples we'll get into, but that's a great one right there. And then the other thing that's interesting, and this is a recent phenomenon, is when people are pushing progressivism, if you don't agree and just roll over, we're called haters.
0: hmm, that's right.
1: But yet, if we are advancing an idea and something of a more traditional nature, no one on the other side of the aisle is ever accused of being a hater. Even and though they hate what the
0: other side's doing.
1: That's exactly correct. And in a legitimate debate, I think both sides are valid to present their case, and the public can choose. And But to have the personal attacks and being accused of being haters to me is, is not, not good.
0: The key there, though, and you know this as well, uh, Richard, the key to what you just said a moment ago is we don't allow for the debate. Therein lies part of the problem.
1: Well, yes, and, and what's interesting, especially on college campuses these days, is the complete absence of open debate, which used to be so normal. You'd have both sides present their cases. You even had organized mock courts and all kinds of different venues to do that, to help people learn how to present their arguments and even had people presenting arguments on the other side of what they might believe to learn that. But today, mm-hmm. only one side gets to advance their case, right. and if you try to question it, then you get the emotional, personal attacks.
0: That's right. Uh, no, you, everything you just said is exactly right, and we've we've lost... I shouldn't say lost. That's the wrong word. Lost means we have no idea where it went, and it just kind of went away. We We have purposely shut down speech that allows open debate on all sorts of issues across the country.
1: Well, yes, and that is to our loss going forward because yep. it's very important. We get the best of everything when we mm-hmm. have open debate because
0: That's I'm how you
1: not learn. perfect and I may, I may care uh, about an issue and discuss it, but I may learn something from discussing with a person who has an opposite viewpoint there may be one piece of it that I will accept yeah. In an open debate.
0: That's right. And, you know, that, that happens and has happened for years, you know, inside of organizations, even where everybody, for the most part, agrees on something. You know, that debate helps open up uh, dialogue and, and eyes, if you would, Richard, and it's something that we dramatically need. And any time you start shutting that down and people aren't allowed that freedom of, of, of speech, the freedom of expression, the freedom to, to really speak their mind, right, wrong, or otherwise, uh, that's when we start having problems as a country.
1: Yes, and I noticed this uh, starting several years ago Mm -hmm. on board service when boards would take up an issue and you would have split votes, and then it became a pressure to have a unanimous vote.
0: Right, right. And
1: the pressure increased to the point of attacking. We'll talk about some of these characteristics in a second. Uh, And it's the same way in Congress now. You used to have split votes where each congressional person would vote their district, whereas now it's pretty much straight party. Yep. That's exactly ways. right. And that's, that's, a, that's another case from that.
0: So why do you think, and this is in my notes, but why do you think progressives are so quick to accept the liberal theory, but yet throw away some of the things that we've all come to know as the quote-unquote norm?
1: Well, one of one the things I love, I love Thomas Sowell, and he said much of the social history of the Western world over the past three decades has involved because it's failed every time it's been tried, but yet every new time it's tried, it's sold on the basis that it's different this time. We're different. It's a different situation. The results will be different, Mm. and it fails to take into account the constancy of human nature in response to the change that is put on human beings.
0: So how is traditional culture replaced?
1: Well, I think it's interesting. We take, and and let's take school prayer as an example on this. We we have established community standards, and then they're attacked and mocked, and then they're scorned and shamed, which is followed by discouragement, and then they're prohibited, and finally they're prosecuted. And I think if you look at school prayer, Mm -hmm. you can see each one of those steps over a many-year process... That we went through to where now, if you pray at a football game, you're prosecuted.
0: Yep, exactly right. Well, we saw the same thing when it came to different things going on with COVID. We're seeing the same thing happen when it comes to things politically speaking. Some of the very things that you've got on your list are happening right now in, those, in lots of different areas of, of culture today, Richard.
1: Exactly, and that's part of the reason that I wanted to discuss it, because the application is so widespread.
0: Mm -hmm. I wish it it was only one thing, but it's not, Richard.
1: (laughs) No, it's it's culture-wide, and we have so many examples uh, since the 50s, and people on the progressive side hate to talk about the 50s, but that time was peace and prosperity. There was freedom for people. There were so many things that were our culture was so nice and we were civilized. Yes, there were negative things as well. There was still discrimination and other issues as well. But there were advantages over what we have today in the advancement of nudity and language and film and TV and uh, gay marriage and shoplifting being condoned, mm-hmm. uh, government replacing individual responsibility with the nanny state. Uh, among other issues, our culture has devolved over time through these
0: types of steps. And one thing we kind of skipped over, but we should actually, you know, I think most people understand this, but I think it's worth noting how progressive traditions get advanced. How do they get advanced?
1: Well, yes, and this this is almost the, the exact opposite, because at first it's prohibited. So you take gay marriage, for example. Uh, then at some point it's allowed. And after it's allowed, then there's pressure for acceptance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then there's even more pressure for a preferential treatment. Right. And then there's more pressure for endorsement. And then at some point there's pressure for exclusivity. That doesn't mean gay marriage by itself, but in other right. issues. right? Uh, there's an exclusive ex- capability that's professed and put out there that if you don't endorse that uh, idea only, then you're a hater.
0: Richard Battle, again, richardbattle.com is a great place to go. Where, what will they find there, by the way, Richard?
1: Well, they can see a lot of my videos, the topics I speak on. All nine books are there, and all copies are signed off richardbattle.com. They can communicate with me, richard at richardbattle.com, if they'd like to me to consult or speak for them nice and we would enjoy speaking with any of the
0: audience members awesome richard again as always appreciate you uh you know the longer we do this the better it gets each week i love what you bring to the table and bring to our listeners i enjoy it i know our listeners do as well and i really appreciate your time sir
1: Well, it's my pleasure. We appreciate you and your listeners, and we always say God bless
0: America. God bless you, Richard. Thank you so much. Have a great evening as well, and we appreciate Richard again from the Dallas, Texas area. Solar Energy Partners is next. Uh, Alan Davis, and again, folks, are you a good candidate? Is your house a good candidate for solar? You don't know till you have an analysis done and find out exactly how it would work. There's other things that need to happen as well. What's the roof look like? You know, how is everything else structured in your home? Those are things that Alan can do in an assessment, and it's free. There's no obligation. 303-378-7537. Every month is the same. You see the balance on your power bill, and you feel months' worth of
5: compounding anxiety around your cash flow, inflation, and now another electricity rate increase. The third part is to eventually get you into a place where you pay nothing for your electricity usage. Call Alan Davis at Solar Energy Partners now to learn more about how he can save you money on your power bill. Set up a consolation appointment today. 303-378-7537.
0: 303-378-7537. Or visit klzradio.com sun. All right, Roof Savers of Colorado, been conversing a lot with Dave lately. Uh, Financing may be something that he's, not maybe, it will be something he's offering here in the not-too-distant future, so check in with Dave on that, especially if you've had uh, an estimate from Dave in the past and you thought, you know, I just can't quite do it right now. Call him back and find out what he can do for you on that end of things as well. 303-710-6916.
6: The last thing you need on your mind while trying to find the perfect gifts, fight traffic at the mall, and see all your loved ones is whether your roof is going to hold up against Colorado wind and snow. Hi, this is Madison Hart. And I'm Elizabeth Hart. Not ready to replace your roof this winter? Call our dad, Dave Hart, owner of Roof Savers Colorado, and he may be able to save you thousands by adding five years of life to your existing roof with a rejuvenation treatment. Because it is a 100% plant-based product.
4: There's no need to worry about your family. It's safe for kids like me. As a full-service roofing contractor, our dad can also replace a damaged roof. Not even hot cocoa tops
6: that. Sleep in heavenly peace this season by gifting yourself a new or rejuvenated roof. Call our dad today at 303-710-6916. That's 303-710-6916. Or go to RoofSaversCo.com, and he will inspect your roof to see if it qualifies for the treatment.
4: Call 303-710-6916 or go to RoofSaversCo.com to receive your $200
6: discount.
0: All right, you heard at the top of the hour news that uh, mortgage rates have actually slidden back down. And we've actually heard Kurt Rogers on Monday talk about that as well. If you need anything from Kurt, any advice, even on what to do, first-time home buyer, you name it, Kurt's there to help you, 720-895-0500. Again, 720-895-0500.
3: Thinking rates are too high to buy a home? Wish they were in the threes or fours? Well, your wait is over. Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage. With a 321 buy-down, you can now purchase a home at 3.193% first-year. 4.913% second, 5.913 the third, and the remaining years at 6.913, with an APR of 6.985. If rates go down, refinance and save even more. On a $400,000 loan, your monthly payment would be over $748 a month less the first year, $511 the second, $262 the third, with a total savings of over $18,000. Before you buy, take AIM, 720 500
2: putting reason into your afternoon drive this is john rush
0: all right rush to reason denver's afternoon rush klz 560 again appreciate you joining us and richard battle if you need anything from richard again you can go right to the website richardbattle.com you can also go to our website rushtoreason.com and all of uh richard's stuff richard's uh, links and so on is on our website as well isaac from absolute what's going on sir Hey, how you doing, John? I'm good. A uh, little bit of a colder, dreary day today. I'm guessing our service calls are probably up today.
5: Yeah, they kind of ebb and flow with the weather, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, i supposed to pick up and get warm here shortly, but definitely a little spurt in
0: service calls. Well, it's a good reminder that, you know, we all tend to forget this, but the winter solstice is the beginning of winter. It is not the end or the middle, Isaac. It is the beginning. There's three full months of winter after that, and we are really still at just the beginning stages of winter.
5: Yeah, yeah, I'm not sure. I appreciate you reminding me of that. I like Sorry, to think we're halfway through, but you are right.
0: No, we we are we are not halfway through, and we have. You know, I, I'm a Colorado native. I've been through enough Februarys in this uh, in this place to know that it can get below zero even in February. So, no, we are not out of the woods yet at all.
5: <laughs> Absolutely, and that's once again the the whole member, uh, membership and maintenance thing we push. A lot of people don't realize. Yeah, we're not at the finish line. We got
0: some more cold weather no, coming for yeah, sure. Yeah, we are not. And again, we we talked. You know, Monday even, the fact that you guys have got some great financing deals and things like that where folks need something and they need some help and they don't have all the cash in the bank to do it and don't want to put it on a credit card, which I would highly advise not to You know, use those for something else. You guys have the ability to help them out in other ways.
5: Yeah, absolutely. Once again, we've got a bunch of different vendors, a bunch of different payment plans. We understand it's gotten tighter and tighter with inflation everything going on. So anything from no interest to low interest, um, you can get a furnace for a really, really good price. Anywhere from like seventy to eighty bucks a month for a brand new furnace. It's a pretty good deals we got going out right now.
0: And if it's if you got the ability to fix the old one and keep you know keep you know keep somebody you know warm this winter by doing mm-hmm. that, you guys I know I know because you've done that for me. You've got the ability to do those things as well.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, honestly, our technicians pride themselves more than anything. Uh, they're service technicians who can quote equipment replacement to you, but we're advisors in your home. Our job is to come tell you what's going on, give you all the solutions we have to take care of it, whether it's repairing it or replacing it and let the homeowner make that decision.
0: Yep, and and today it's all about saving money. I know all of you listening, that's a big deal. Energy costs are not going to come down. They're going to continue to increase. That's where you guys come into play, make things as efficient as possible. And, again, I want to remind everybody, we talked about this on Monday, but, hey, you know, I know we're still in the dead of winter, but summer will be here. You'll be turning on your air conditioning in Colorado as early as April. That's something else, Isaac, that you guys can look at. If you're going to do an upgrade on one area, you might as well look at everything.
5: Yeah, 100%. It's all it's all sort of tied together. One of our guys, one of my techs, can explain that to the homeowner, how, how interconnected the furnace and AC are. Another thing that we're letting people know is all these efficiency changes that are being mandated this year. We have the luxury that it's not like a dead turnover this month for us in Colorado. But this spring, you're going to have a lot of efficiency changes that are going to make things, the cost of things go up. So there it's always go. good to make that decision now.
0: All right. And, folks, again, that number to call, is 720-526-0231. You can also find him at klzradio.com. Isaac, as always, appreciate you, sir. Appreciate you, John. You take you bet. Care. Have a great afternoon and evening. We appreciate it again. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air seven two zero five two six zero two three one. If you're interested in a reverse mortgage, by the way, you're thinking, man, for 2023, that might be the ticket, might be the answer for me. Give Bruce Simmons a call and find out if that is three zero three four six seven seventy eight twenty one.
7: There is a reverse mortgage that can work for your specific situation, even with rising interest rates. Certified reverse mortgage professional Bruce Simmons will help you understand why a proprietary reverse mortgage could make sense for your unique circumstances. The advantage is that unlike a traditional reverse mortgage, those 55 and older can qualify for a proprietary loan. Using two decades of industry experience, Bruce will go through your options, explaining the benefits of doing proprietary or a traditional reverse mortgage now and what that might look like in your future. With either loan type, you may have the option to pay off your mortgage, contributing to your retirement fund, or both, with the additional cash flow that a reverse mortgage can give you. Bruce Simmons will help you understand when and why reverse mortgage is the right choice for you with a free consultation at klzradio.com reverse. Schedule online now at klzradio.com reverse. NMLS 409914. American Liberty Mortgage is an equal housing lender.
0: All right, Golden Eagle Financial, Al Smith. Al was on earlier, by the way. He's got his own program from 2 to 2.30 every Wednesday. He's got a seminar tomorrow and another one, January 24th. Call and find out if you can get registered for that. klzradio.com, 303-744-1128.
2: You've spent your entire life working hard to provide for your family. Make sure your family will be provided for with appropriate life insurance and proper asset management through Golden Eagle Financial. Ensure that everything you've worked for doesn't end up being a crutch for your family. They should be well informed of what to do when you pass, so your lifelong hard work doesn't go to waste on expenses, bills, and funeral costs. When you plan proactively, you're also ensuring that your money is expertly positioned, so it has a higher likelihood to work favorably for your family. Working with Golden Eagle Financial today will give you the peace of mind that they will be provided for later. Get a fresh look at your financials for your family today by calling Golden Eagle Financial, 303-744-1128, 303-744-1128, or visit klzradio.com slash money. Advisory services offered through Foundation Investment Advisors and SEC Registered Advisor.
0: All right, Geno's Auto Service is next. Anything you need from Geno's, uh, they're ready to go. By the way, they'll take care of you. I sent a few people to them earlier this week, and uh, they can take care of you. Geno's, it's with a J, genosautoservice.com, 303-794-6700.
8: Take advantage of Gino's Auto Service's alignment and tire rotation special. Winter in Colorado can be tough on your car. Now through the end of the month, get your vehicle aligned and all four tires rotated for just $99.99. For just $99.99. Geno's can also check to see that your heater is working properly with the cold months ahead. At Geno's, we know a well-maintained vehicle will last and take care of you. For over 39 years, Geno's has been serving customers along the front range. To make your life simpler, Geno's offers loaner vehicles so you can drop your car off and pick up when ready. Any maintenance or repair work on your vehicle comes with a NAPA Peace of Mind warranty covering parts and labor for 36 months or 36,000 miles. Give us a call or go online to schedule an appointment. Geno's is AAA approved and located at Bulls and Platte Canyon. Don't forget to check out all of Geno's Google reviews. Stop in or visit us online at genosautoservice.com. That's Geno's with a J.
1: Now, back to Rush to Reason. Brought to you by Absolute Electrical Heating and Air.
0: All right, and we are back. Rush to Reason, Denver's Afternoon Rush, KLZ 560. Weston Eimer with us. And for those of you maybe that don't know, and I'll have Weston introduce himself here in a second, but Weston's been on our program many, many times in the past and has has had really a... an assorted career, politically speaking, if you would, from the time you were a very young boy, because you were a boy back when you were coming on. You're a young man now. So why don't you tell folks a little bit about yourself, what you've done in the past. There's folks listening today that maybe don't know the name a lot do on the same token. So for those that don't, introduce yourself. Yeah, so uh, my name is Weston Imer. I started out
4: at the... Young age of twelve, uh, with the with President Trump's campaign all the way in back Colorado. in twenty sixteen. Yep, twenty sixteen. Yeah. Remember yep. those days? First round. Uh, you're br- making me old, question <laughs> That's what you're really doing. You're making me old. I'm not trying to. I promise. I I, I feel old at this point. Nineteen, and I and I am starting to be like, man, I'm I'm getting yeah, closer well,
0: to the. Just remember, every year yeah. that you this from this point forward, it's only downhill really fast. Yep and it's only downhill from there. Yes, I can attest to that. Yeah,
4: but no, I started off with the Trump campaign uh, in twenty sixteen. And went onward and upward from there, you know, done quite a bit. You I've did worked, some
0: things even back in Washington for a while, yeah, right? Yeah, I
4: went out and worked with uh, Congresswoman Bobert for a short period of time out there, uh, right at the start of her term. And then have just kind of been working behind the scenes with a bunch of stuff. My mom ran for Congress last mm-hmm. cycle. A lot of you know her name, Laurel Eimer. I ran her campaign for Congress, ran her Ran her campaign for House District 24 in 2020 as well, interned with the Trump campaign that year, have done some stuff with Senator Gardner, all sorts of stuff. So really run the gambit of Colorado politics. Um, And now I'm just trying to find my own footing on my own now
0: that I'm old enough. Find your own way. Yep, exactly. Got to do it. What are you doing outside of that for... You know, live, you know, I shouldn't say for a living because you're not quite that old yet, although you're getting close enough to that. What are you doing as far as a career goes besides politics?
4: You know, I, uh, I'm i in flight school, actually. Oh, that, nice. That's my newfound passion. I've always loved airplanes. Oh, good and, for you. Uh,
0: politics and Me airplanes. Me too, and I never did amazing. it. So congratulations. Hey, Start early.
4: It, it's never too late. I, I know. I found
0: that. Flying is one of those things, though. I learned this from my old co-host, Dan. Yep. If you're not going to commit and fly every single week, never get started because it's not one of those things. It's not like a car where you yep. can park it, hop back in it in, you know, four five, six yep. weeks exactly. or six months even. Flying is something that you need to stay up on and stay proficient or you die. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't want to do that. No. That's so for sure. One and of that... the reasons I've not really picked it up is because you need to have that dedicated time yep. every single week to do it. And no offense, I just don't right now.
4: Hey, I, I know how that feels. I'm in the same boat. I so, I had I, Unfortunately, I had an issue with one of my instructors and stopped flying. And I've been in a plane in about six months. And so now I'm just like Dan said, you're on flying, you're going to die. So I've got to go back and redo a bunch of my training before I can get proficient again. But, um, you should do it.
0: You're young enough to do that.
4: Yeah. So yeah, aviation and politics, my two passions, that's still what I'm working on.
0: So Right, let's talk a, a moment here about the Colorado GOP. You know, I, I and Andy, we talk about it on a pretty routine basis, and there's a lot of moving pieces right now. We know that, you know, KBB, Christy Burton-Brown has decided not to, not to run again. For the chair of the GOP here in Colorado, which means that position is open, if you would. There's been some folks that have come to the forefront and said they're going to run. There's some folks that started and now aren't. Yep. So, w- you know, you know, more way more about that than I do <laughs> because I'll be honest, Weston, I just don't keep up on that. Like, I once did. Where are we at with all of that right now?
4: Well, I mean, it's it's a mess. I mean, nobody wants the job. Let's put it that way. It is is a problem. It is such a dumpster fire right now that nobody wants to even touch it with a a a 39-and-a-half-foot pole because they know that Colorado is, for one, mostly a lost cause— because of the election results the past 4 years and now looking at the outlook of a presidential year where Colorado's now a blue state we've lost our swing
0: state status yeah. so nobody wants the job so yeah we really i mean to your point I'm glad you just said that we've knocked ourselves out of the running for even having any kind of national attention whatsoever. Exactly. And the reality is, as much as this pains me to say, we're not going to have anybody stopping by here, you know, campaigning really to, you know... Exactly. ...at all, because we really... We've become so blue it doesn't matter anymore.
4: Yeah, and and that's the thing, and I think that's a misconception. We're on so one blue part. it doesn't
0: even matter on the other side either.
4: <laughs> exactly. And, I mean, I don't even think that... I think it's partially a misconception that we've gone so blue. I mean, if you look at the electoral maps for the counties, this year we had more blue counties and red than we have in recent. Uh, but for the most part, Colorado
0: on the outskirts, if you are yes. not on
4: the I-25 corridor, yes.
0: we're conservative no, The state. rest of the state's very conservative. It's this exactly. corridor from you know, the Boulder area yep. up and down, and unfortunately, it's even bled down into the Springs. It's even gone into Pueblo. It's all the way up now into the Fort Collins area. Exactly. Unfortunately, that's not helping us. I, I'm i not quite as pessimistic as a lot of others, and maybe even what it seems like I can be at times. I I do have some optimism for Colorado. I wouldn't stay here and keep doing and keep fighting like like I do if I didn't think there was any hope. There's always hope, Weston. It doesn't matter how bad things get, there's always hope. We've seen that even in these past few years around the country. So there is always hope, but it takes, and I'm going to say this in in a very careful manner, it takes good, solid, precise leadership for that hope to come to fruition.
4: Exactly, and that's what we're trying to find right now in the Colorado GOP race for the chair slot. Uh, We had three candidates that had announced... Uh, One that I'm not very familiar with that I don't actually know if they're running because this person's made like no noise at all. Um, But we had three announced candidates, Greg Lopez, Mm -hmm. who ran for governor last cycle and the cycle before. Then we have Casper Stockham, our perennial candidate for Congress. And then Vicky Tonkins, the chair of the El Paso County GOP.
0: of those candidates which are trying to disband as we speak yes they're trying the, to disband the, her the right Colorado now gop is trying to do yes
4: that. the executive committee and she's yes. now running to be the head of the executive committee so it, it like i said it dumpster fire no
0: you're correct um, but it's a good way of saying it <laughs>
4: yeah but greg dropped out of the race uh just recently he notified the state party he was not going to be continuing in the race so right now it's between casper and vicky and this one other gentleman And there are a couple candidates that were floating a run. My mom was one of them. Uh, She has decided not to pursue a race at the time just because of what a mess it is. She doesn't want to even touch it because she's a, I mean, let's be honest. You're not going to come out of this unscathed. Exactly. It's going to taint anybody that goes near it, especially with the candidates we have. And I know the both candidates. I like them. They're friends. But I personally wouldn't vote for either of them right now. There needs to be a stronger candidate to come out of the bunch. Because if you look at it, the GOP chair position is a bigger picture. It's not just about winning Colorado. It's about the voice on the RNC that that person now has and what the outlook is for the national policymaking ability of that position. Right. And we have to have someone like that. And we don't and have the person right And now.
0: somebody also, on top of all of that, uh, uh, Weston, it's— and I said leadership because yes, this part of what what I'm going to say does involve leadership as well, but we also need someone that's a really solid strategist. In other words, somebody that knows how to win, what it takes to win, or you need to compromise or not compromise. And I know everybody hates that word, especially the hardcore Republicans in the state. They hate that word, but folks, I'm here to tell you, you will not get where you need to go inside of this party. I'm not talking compromise with the Democrats. I'm talking compromising in our own party to get the ball across the finish line if we don't have somebody weston that can lead the charge on all of what i just said it, it it's not going to happen and i'm i'm with you i hate to say this i don't see anybody yet that can that can really lead that charge right now i'm sorry i just don't see it
4: i, I agree and i mean I, like i said i like both the candidates that are out there they're friends of mine known them for years supported casper in his last run, but likewise th- yep exactly but this time neither one of these two candidates have what it takes to turn our state around it is a, it it is a a
0: it is a monster
4: challenge it is and nothing's going to get accomplished in these next two years it's going to be a six- or
0: eight-year battle. This is a building block two exactly. years. Exactly. This is like where the Broncos are at. Yeah, No matter literally. who they hire to come in and help get that team turned around, <laughs> you're not going to have a Super Bowl champion team next year. Exactly. You might not have one for three to five years because, it's, to your point, it's going to take time to do that. The GOP in Colorado is in the same position. Well, yeah, we have to restart and
4: rebuild. And I'm considering a run for a lesser office right now um, at the county level. And what my outlook on that is is that – we have to start from the ground up. Mm-hmm. We have to rebuild our outreach mechanisms. We have to raise money. Yep. We have to save that money. And we have to put it towards the races we can win. We can't blow it on these random TV ads that we know are not going to be effective at all. And we have to do it ahead of time, not the month before the election.
0: Thank you. You are a, a breath of fresh air, Weston, because you, you speak literally the same language that you know, Andy and I have talked about now for it seems like years. I mean we just keep beating this drum and hounding on it and talking about it and and the the overall strategy of what we've had or lack of or lack, the thereof, lack of strategy that we just haven't yeah. had. And, and and like you, we, we have to be strategic in the things that we're doing and be purposeful in those things. And be willing to take the heat when decisions are made that everybody may not like. And this is a methodical process.
4: And the other big piece of this is the establishment. And there's that word. Everybody Uh hates the word the establishment. It's true. The establishment people in this state, as someone that was inside the primary process last year with a candidate, fighting tooth and nail to make it through, the establishment came in and they handpicked candidates that couldn't win, put them in, and then look at the losses we suffered across the board. Right. And until the grassroots steps up and fights back and affects change, the common sense change that we just talked about, nothing's going to change in this, in this party. Can't argue. Mark
0: from Black Forest, you're on. What's going on, sir? Hey, I just want to give you my input on um, KBB. and us uh, hear it. Tonkin.
1: Uh, I like Vicky. Uh, she's a fighter. She fights rhinos. Um, would be tons better. Would be tons better than uh, KBB because KBB is a rhino, and um, that's all I got to say.
0: Okay, Mark, appreciate it very much. Uh, I the only thing I will add to what Mark just said that I think Vicky's going to have a challenge on is explaining the position of El Paso and what happened in the last election. Because I will also say that. Mark, I agree, as much as she is willing to go against the establishment, the rhinos, and so on, once you've got a candidate and there's an R next to their name, whether you like them or not, you have to support them and get them across the finish line as much as you possibly can, especially when you're the chair of the county. I agree, and there are now. Some, if you're just an independent yeah. guy, that's yeah. a whole different ball game. But when you're the chair exactly. of the county, that's your job. Yeah,
4: and they are bound to neutrality during the primary process, and not I've, after exactly. Not after they are re- required to support the candidate that wins the primary. Correct. And I know Doug Lamborn. I know a lot of people don't like him. I know a lot of people love him. I personally, every conversation I've ever had with the guy is great. Met with him in his office in D.C. a couple of years ago. He's a good guy. You may not like him for his policies. That'll be what it will be. Yes, Vicky fights the rhinos. But the reality is there is so much drama in that county. If that drama gets elevated to the state position, we are going to be the laughing stock of the country. Yep. And it's nothing against Vicky personally. It'd be the same if Tina Peters or Ron Hanks were to run right now, especially with the endorsement that Ron Hanks threw out of a libertarian. You know, I am one of the hardcore conservative, patriot, America firsters out there. People can call me a rhino for saying what I'm saying right now, all they want, but it's not true. I get
0: called that all the time, so don't feel oh, bad. Oh, me too. And it's... I'm not. I'm about to... as <laughs> far. I'm as far from that exactly. as you're going to get. Me, Anybody me knows too. me knows that's not the case.
4: Exactly. Me too. I mean, I'm the biggest Trump supporter and America Correct. firster in the in the country. I'd like to say if that wasn't too far from the truth, but the reality is we cannot have a controversial figure step up for the chair position right now. We need a unifier that can step in and do that.
0: You are you Cas- are yeah. you are correct.
4: And Casper is going to brand himself as that, but unfortunately, this is nothing against Casper. The FEC, the Federal Election Commission, uncovered a massive violation of federal election law from his campaigns. And I personally don't want someone with a FEC violation in charge of running our state party and raising money for our state party. That doesn't look good for us. That's controversy again. And I want someone not controversial, conservative-minded, with a common-sense principle to step into that role. And I don't know who it is yet. Dave Williams is floating a run. I think he'd
0: be a great candidate for the job. Who knows? Well, I I also, and I'm just going to throw this out there because I do think this is key. I had this conversation with a caller the other day, so there's nothing that I haven't already said. And this is the problem that I had when both Greg and Casper both had their name in the ring. I know Casper's name is in there now, and, and Greg stepped out. And by the way, I, I like both of the, those gentlemen. I have met both of those gentlemen. I, I've talked to them one-on-one. They've been in this studio. I, I mean, if I saw them out on the street, they would know me. I would know them. I'd stop. We'd have a chat. So there's nothing against either one of these individuals on a personal basis, Weston. That is not what I'm saying here. Me too. But I also want a winner. Yep. To take over the state GOP. What I mean by that is, Casper, he's run numerous elections— Hasn't won one. Not holding that against him, but I think that's important when you start talking about having a winning strategy for the Colorado GOP. As much as I love Greg, same situation. You, you, you know, if you can't win the primary, I'm not, I'm not going to nix in, You know, I'm not going to go against anybody for not winning. You know, against Polis, Department, that's a whole yeah. other conversation. Yeah. But, but I want individuals that know how to run a successful winning campaign that can share that with others so we can win other races in the state of Colorado. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me. And I mean, I've run a couple of campaigns. So I in trouble and, for what I just said, but whatever. D- hey, it is what it is.
4: I may too. And I'm fine with that. If we aren't willing to dish it out, and then we aren't willing to take it in, right? So it, the reality of this is, is that we need someone with the common sense principles that maybe hasn't won, but knows what the what changes need to be made to Yeah, win. I'm not saying it has to that be a politician be that's too. won. Exactly. And it could be a consultant, too. I don't want a consultant class in there. I'd prefer
0: a grassroots activist that has been behind the scenes. I don't want a consultant because so far they haven't helped us win. Exactly. And I'll every consultant again, out there. I'm looking yep. at that one the same way. If you're a consultant and you want to run for the GOP, am I going to be for you? No, because no offense, you haven't helped us win yet. You're also a loser. Exactly. Sorry. Yeah. You haven't helped us win. Exactly. I'm being straight up honest. Oh,
4: I agree. And then if you look at this, I mean, There's an article in Campfire Colorado uh, written by one of the foremost consultants for the GOP in the state, uh, Patrick Davis. He wrote an article in Campfire Colorado about the rebuild of the GOP, what he thought was right. And if you read that from a grassroots perspective, the the way that that article came off was it's turning into a pay for play game. Whoever has the most money wins the primary.
0: I read it. it. Yeah, I'm sure you
4: did. And that's not what I want for Colorado.
0: That's not what Colorado wants. while there want. were portions of what he said, I agree with. There were some things in fact, I there's did. some things he said in that article that I've talked about openly on air that we are want very much the same in, yeah. i.e., picking a race. Figuring yep. out what particular person in that district or in that area would be best suited to actually win that I agree. race, helping them, grooming them, getting to the point where they could actually win that race—that's where we agree 100. percent But I am not into the pay-for-play. You know, the the, the pay to yes. be able to play. Exactly. End of things. Not yeah. at all.
4: Because politics has turned into a money game, unfortunately. Always. And has it been. should have never become that. It should have been Always a citizen been, legislative <laughs> body. Right. That I know. was the point so we're in the same boat there and i agree there were some things in that in that article i did agree with as Mm -hmm. well but the pay for play part i was not for at all and it scares me because i know that there are people backing these two candidates um specifically one of them and i'm not going to name the names you can research yourself you'll find it out um that are pushing for that platform that policy agenda to be instilled when this candidate wins the chair race and they're they're saying they've got a plan, that they've got all these ideas, that they can make it happen, they can get fifty bucks from every Republican in the state and fund it. Well, folks, if the Republicans in the state aren't gonna vote for the candidates you put up, they sure as heck aren't gonna donate to it. I going to give you fifty bucks. Yeah. And so it's a pipe dream and we've got to find reality in this mess. I agree. And we need a strong candidate to step yep. up. I am hoping someone calls me. I'm running for SCC member in, our, in my county in a couple of weeks, which if you are a grassroots conservative activist, you need to get on to the Central Committee, the Colorado Republican State Central Committee. Contact
0: your county party. Get on the, the list for the vote because that's the only way you can have a say in who yep. the chair is. I agree. All right, well, come right back. Don't go anywhere. Hi-Fi Plumbing is next. Again, this is a number you need to have written down in your... Not written down. You need to have it in your phone. I know some folks still use... The dreaded sticky note, which I absolutely despise. So I guess if you want to put this on a sticky note, 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE.
7: You pay too much money on your energy bill, heating water that just ends up coming out lukewarm anyway. Don't waste any more money on your inefficient water heater. High Five Plumbing will help you choose a new water heater that's not only more efficient, but match what your household's water usage needs are, too. When installing your new water heater, High Five's top priority is to provide you with stellar service and an installation that you are satisfied with, which is why they offer a two-year parts and labor warranty on your new water heater. While they are there, they can even customize the pressure and temperature threshold of your home's water system to how you like it. Schedule your replacement with the experts at High Five Plumbing today by calling 877-WE-HIGH-FIVE or by filling out their contact form at klzradio.com slash plumbing right now. Mention KLZ for a free in-home water quality test and waived service fee. For our listeners only, High Five Plumbing, where every call ends with a high five.
0: All right, you just heard from Absolute a few minutes ago. They've got some great deals. They can come out and take care of whatever needs you've got. On top of that, they have financing 720-526-0231.
6: Your furnace isn't working, and now you're worried that spending the money to repair or replace it will affect you in the long term. Absolute Electrical, Heating, and Air offer peace of mind financing options so that you can take care of your family without breaking the bank. Whatever situation you're in, from repairs to installation, They have financing available to ease your stress. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air gives you choices so you can find the financing that meets your unique individual needs. They have plans with low monthly payments and interest as low as 0%. No matter what needs to get done in your home, Absolute has a multitude of payment plans that make it affordable for you and your family easily schedule any service today at 720-526-0231 or visit klzradio.com absolute today and be sure to mention klz and get a limited time 59 nine dollar furnace tune-up
8: for quality and service beyond compare call absolute electrical heating and air
0: Folks, saving babies' lives is what we want to do. Save the Storks helps us do that. Uh, we have got a very key date coming up this next week, of course, the anniversary of. So if you want to help out, help save babies' lives, just go to Save the Storks right now. at savethestorks.com.
9: As we close out the year, we celebrate the victory of Roe being overturned. We praise God for the Supreme Court's decision to protect life and recognize that abortion is not a constitutional right. But what may be shocking to many Christians and conservatives is that we are in a fight to save the lives of preborn babies like never before in history. I'm Diane Ferraro, CEO at Save the Storks, the pro-life ministry that is making a difference with love and compassion. Our mobile medical units, called stork buses, have saved over 11,000 preborn babies. But our impactful programs also focus on the women and men who face unplanned pregnancies every day. Our mission focuses on the preborn, of course, but we also ensure that moms and dads are empowered to choose life for their babies and not just survive, but thrive as parents. Visit SaveTheStorks.org right now and sign up to support our ministry with a gift of $35 a month or make a year-end tax-deductible donation. Your gift will make a difference. Go to SaveTheStorks.org today and make a gift of any amount. Thank you and God bless you.
6: Not only do you own your own business, but you also manage it, work for it, and run it. It makes sense that you're tired of your business running you. Change that with coaching from small business coach John Rush. When you're in that situation, you can't afford to just stop what you're currently doing. You need outside help. Otherwise, you're just putting another job on yourself. John's years of experience as the owner of a small business himself allows him to help you set realistic and attainable goals that change the way you approach your work. When you commit to working with John, he can help you make your business more profitable in six months or less. Email John Rush right now to get your operation running for you again. Set up a free 30-minute consultation at john at rushtoreason.com. That's john at reasoncom Or fill out the contact form at klzradio.com john.
2: This isn't Rage Radio. This is Real Relatable Radio. Back to Rush to Reason.
0: All right, we are back. Rush to reason. Denver's afternoon rush. KLZ five sixty. Weston Eimer with us, and again, Weston was with us years and years ago, from the time he was a young boy, and we've had him on on and off, really. Uh Depending upon what he's had going on in his world, talking about the Colorado GOP, the chair, uh, what's going on there, and, and really Weston said it—you know—said it right. It's a dumpster fire. Where's it going to go from here? I don't know. Uh, there's a long history, by the way, of it being a dumpster fire. It's time for it not to be. We need some good, solid, direct leadership, and uh, I, I, it'll be interesting to see Weston if any of any really good, strong names. You know, come up here in the next month or so. That's about when it needs to happen. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I mean, we're I'm getting to the deadline here. We
4: are. I mean, the the vote is in March, and people are running out of time, especially if they're going to jump into this race to right. talk to the voters. And you got a whole new batch of voters coming in too that you have to then worry about. So it's going to be an interesting race. I think we really need somebody that's going to unite both sides of the party, both the establish more establishment side and the grassroots side. And honestly, a name that came to my head while we were talking during the break is former Senator Cory Gardner. I think he would be an an amazing choice on the surface. You know, it depends on how everyone feels about it, obviously, because there are many very vocal opinions about Mm -hmm. Cory out there. Cory and I have been friends for years. He's always treated me well and with respect, and I have nothing but good feelings towards him. I think he got screwed over in the 2020 election, just like President Trump did, and... I think that Corey, he knows how to win in Colorado. He's won in Colorado, and he came pretty close to winning re-election, and he's got the connections. He knows how to raise money. I think that you can't look any further than Corey Gardner for, for chair. I think it would be a great idea. I mean, I'd love to hear what the people have to say about it, but that's yeah.
0: my two cents. Yeah, that I really have not even had any time to think, because until you said that, I'd really never even thought about it. I figured guys like him, when they're done, they're done, and— I didn't know if anybody like that would even want to put their hat back in the ring. But I hey, mean, stranger things have happened. <laughs> true. And I mean, I know he's not done. I mean, we've talked several times since
4: the election, and he's not done. He's been active in the in the behind-the-scenes stuff. He's been speaking at local stuff all okay. over the state. He's still in this, okay. and he's not going anywhere. So Good to know. something to consider. But you'd mentioned talking national, uh, this whole Biden classified files oh,
0: thing. What a bunch of nonsense.
4: Yeah. So... I'm just looking at it, going, what are what's the double standard that we're about to see unfold here? How bad is it going to be? I mean, I don't know if you've talked about it in much no, yet not today yet at all.
0: No, no, I haven't. Even got to. It. Yeah, I no. mean, it is just a mess. It, it, the news media is already, you know, of course, making this a. A uh, You know, a, a not a burger. Uh, they don't even want to talk about it. You're not going to hear them say much about it. They're definitely not going to give you any real solid uh, news on even what's happening uh, to them. This is just a, a you know, it's an oversight. The vice president put some things in his office. It's not the same as Trump. It's not even the same kind of office as Trump. I mean, you're going to hear every lame blame oh, story yeah. out of these guys. Uh, And and they're not going to take, you know, they and he are not going to take any blame for this, you know, any way, shape or form. And they're going to tell you, you know, strongly, no, it's not the same as Trump, even though it's worse than Trump.
4: Yeah, because the president,
0: yeah, the president of the United States is the only person allowed to declassify declassify
4: documents with like the speech, like his open speech or just a stroke of a pen can declassify documents. The VP cannot. The VP can't. And President Trump, his defense that never has been entered into legal stuff, but in his in his statements that he's released, he is consistent. He said, I declassified the documents. and he, he can't. Which one? Trump or Biden? Well, Trump could. Trump could. can't. Yeah, Trump said he yeah, declassified. Trump declassified. exactly. Yeah, Trump but, said, I declassified the documents I, I, I had at Mar-a-Lago. we've already
0: determined, Weston, if there yeah. was anything of any nature there that he shouldn't have had, it would already be a big deal. Exactly. It's not. It's
4: not. And so now they're going to say, oh, well— Biden didn't do anything bad. Oh, they were locked in a closet. They were safe. Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, let's just go with that story. I'm pretty sure that he shouldn't have had any of it. Now they found two batches in two different locations. Right. We don't know where the second one was yet right. because they've kept that quiet. So uh, what do they I, My hiding? own gut
0: feeling in all of this, we talked a little bit about this on the roundtable today, is my gut feeling is the lawyers, Biden's lawyers, saw a change of power in what just happened this past week. Also saw what what Kevin had to give into to get his seat at the table, if you would— as the speaker of the house and i think they know that there's going to be some hardcore investigations coming along i think these guys are basically saying you know what they're they're basically jumping ship we don't want to yeah. be a part of this because yeah. there's things here we don't want this is my take this is john's take i think they don't want any part of it and that's why they did what they did that's my two cents
4: i agree i mean anybody would it's just like the colorado gop dumpster fire nobody wants near the
0: joe biden correct. white
4: house dumpster fire
0: correct because it's going to go up, and you're going to get burned with it. And you're going to be, yeah, that's right. If you're on that train, you're going to be a part of it. That's exactly right. Exactly. So.
4: And it's going to be a mess. But, you know, 2024 is hot on our heels, and we've got to be ready in Colorado
0: to fight. We've got to be ready nationally to fight. So. agree. Weston, again, thanks for joining us. We're going to take a, one last break, but appreciate you being here today. Yep, of Very course. Much so. Thank you. All right. Uh, American National Insurance, by the way, is up next. My good friend Paul Lewinberger. Anything you need from Paul when it comes to insurance, if you're just looking to save money or there's particular things you need to insure that you've not been able to find someone else to do for you, you name it, Paul can do it, 303-662-0789.
6: Think beyond the short-lived New Year's resolutions. Make long-term goals that stick with Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. After reviewing your insurance, you realize that you want to save money, but you still need all your items properly covered. You don't want to make the mistake of devaluing the time and money you put into earning the assets that you're covering. Reward your long-term thinking and responsibility by working with Paul Lewinberger. His rebate program allows you to get back 25% of what you paid in premiums three years ago, helping you stay accountable to the goals you're making now. Paul rewards longevity, so when you make sure your assets are properly covered and you don't use your insurance as a bank, you get to reap the rewards of your responsibility. Stop expecting instant gratification and create a plan that you can commit to. Call Paul with American National Insurance right now. 303-662-0789 again 303-662-0789
2: stay up to date with rush to reason after the show on twitter at rush to reason
0: All right, lastly, before we go, Weston, you've got a show here the starting as well. It's partly, partly why you're here on a Wednesday also, so talk about that real quick. Yeah, so it's called Target Practice on
4: 1220 KLDC, 9 o'clock on Saturdays, uh, hosted by me and co-hosted as well with uh, Nikki, one of the, who's the oh, producer yeah. over there. Yeah. Uh, so we're doing that show on Saturdays, 9 o'clock. We'd love for you to tune in, and you can always check out my website, net. All right,
0: how do you spell your last name?
4: I-M-E-R, and it's right. O-N, not I-N.
0: Okay. Owen. Weston, Weston. There you go. Yeah. All right. So for those of you listening, <laughs> that's where you can go find that out. Well, again, he's going to be floating around here on Wednesdays. We'll pull Weston in from time to time, especially if some big news comes up. Colorado GOP, especially, will have Weston back on. So again, appreciate you joining us. And uh, uh, you know, it's uh, it's been a it's been a and a joy to watch you grow up. <laughs> well, thank you. I, the best I appreciate way for me to say me that. So uh, I've appreciated it. We used to have a lot of conversations on a pretty w- routine basis. So it's heck, been fun to watch you grow yeah, up. Yeah,
4: heck, I filled in for Dan a couple yes, times. You too. Did. Yes, so, you did. Well, so
0: thank you, sir. It's been a blast. So Weston, really appreciate you very much. We'll be back. Another full hour coming your way. Rush to reason. Denver's afternoon rush. KLZ five sixty.